the blast from our past network. Hot ride? Hot ride! Hello, Newman. This is so f***ing good! Nothing for you! These pretzels are making me thirsty! Not that there's anything wrong with that. Serenity now! He's a re-gifter! Well, let's start the insanity. Mm, giddy up. Welcome back to Seinfeld. Can't <laughs> write a Seinfeld podcast. I fucked that up. Um, right out of the too, gate. <laughs> yeah, we're two super fans giving you every single episode of Seinfeld. Except right now we are giving you an entire season of Seinfeld because we are giving you the season four wrap up. I'm Adam. I'm Corey. And today, as I mentioned, we are going to talk about just our overall thoughts of Season four. Now, this is a season that many people consider to be the best of Seinfeld. Usually when people talk about it, they'll usually consider like seasons, I would say four, five, maybe six um, as usually like the pinnacle that is Seinfeld. And there were some absolutely amazing classic moments this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This season... A lot of people also consider, like, this is where Seinfeld sort of really, like, like gets <laughs> it, you know? Don't say it. You have said that on every single season wrap-up that we've talked about. <laughs> I know. At the end of season one, you're like, you know what? Uh, season two is where it begins. Season one, season two, you're like, you know what? They just say season three is really where it begins or whatever. Yep. You've always said, this and is where people say, shut up. And I'm going to keep saying it. I wanted to see you choke on your beer. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. It's not it's not where the the it starts, but this is where people consider is like one of the the pinnacles. This is like yeah. one of the the peaks of Seinfeld. And uh you know, it's it's interesting because while the the lack the latter half of the season, the back end of the season was fantastic, mm-hmm. we had big problems with the beginning of the season, the roller coaster of the first half. I was going to say the exact same phrase. It was a roller coaster this season. Um, I mean, maybe, well, yeah, it is. I mean, it wasn't just like low at the beginning and then just got big, and it kind of plateaued at like some good uh, numbers when I'm kind of looking at like my average scores. But like, even at the early seasons, I went from like I had a, I started off with a goddamn lowest of lows. The mm-hmm. beginning was my easily my least favorite episodes of Seinfeld ever. But then I jumped to like a 4.5 and then I go kind of go down again. And then I kind of go a little bit up and then a little bit down and then I fucking skyrocket. And then I got to go a little bit low, kind of like good and then low and then kind of high again and then low and then high again. And not, not really low, but like middle again. It's like they're, they really took us through a ride in season four. I'm with you, man. Like we had the exact same rating on like that first episode, still the lowest rated one that we've ever given, and yep. it's just uh, abysmal. Like that whole beginning was abysmal. But then, yeah, freaking this like the second episode, the pitch, the ticket was actually I, I gave it a four point five. I was like, holy! I also shit. gave it a four point yep. five. Yep. Yeah. And it's just like holy crap. But once we get into that second half of the season, now interestingly enough. The first half of the season is was released in the same order that it was shot in. It's mm-hmm. the second half of the season when I think you know hmm. we both agree that it gets it gets better and it kind of stays con- yeah. more consistently good. That's the part of the season that's actually really shuffled up. Now, granted, huh. we only really noticed a couple things here and there. It wasn't as obvious as earlier seasons uh, with the the shuffling, um, but they mm-hmm. they did 
you know, mix things up a, a little bit. And I just really wanted to to address it. It's nothing nothing major. I do have the differences, but it really it, it, the only time we really sort of noticed it was the yo-yo. Weirdly enough, it was the mm. yo-yo. That we yeah, I know. We called it. that out real hard. And that was a problem. Though, yeah. it, when you think about it, it's just like he needed to – if he was going to mention the goddamn yo-yo like he did, it needed to be, to be before him playing. But, like, him playing with that yo-yo is a funny moment in the Junior Mint. It yeah. is funny. And then seeing him saying in like the next goddamn episode or two episodes, whatever it was afterwards, saying like, I'm thinking about getting a yo-yo. I'm like, God damn it, I just saw you do that and it was funny. What the yeah. fuck happened? Yeah, and we almost didn't really call it out on the first time we saw it, but maybe if they actually build it up, we would have, you know, like noticed it and kind of like honed in on it. Um, I'm not going to go through every single difference. I'm just going to give you the first three and it'll give you an example of of like how it sort of went down. They shot in order the first... The, the episodes like right in the middle it happens right in the middle and the way they shot it or the way that it was sort of written was the visa the movie and the outing but the way they actually aired was the movie the visa the shoes so that just gives mm. you an example of how sort of hodgepodgey the second half was now maybe they did a better job of kind of curating it so that we had a better experience maybe they were forced into the first half uh the way that it was because we noted almost every single two episodes of the first half of the season were essentially written as one hour long episodes yeah. just broken it, into two. So maybe 100%. they were really forced into it, you know, and then the latter half, they could have fun with it. My question is, and, and you know, we don't really know the answer to it. So I'm just going to just throwing it to you, Adam, like, why do you think they went so hard in the first half of the season of doing like these weird hour long, like chunks. And then it didn't really feel as necessary or strict in the writing room in the second half of the season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously I don't have a, a reason why, but I do remember particularly with the, the watch in the wallet, those episodes suffered because they were not an hour long. Mm -hmm. If I would have watched them all together, I probably would have given them a cumulative higher score. And I think they both ended up getting like twos or something from me um, where together they finished off the storylines and it was much better, much more cohesive where at, at, you know, the second half we get the cohesive one episode. We have the story arc and it's done a story arc and it's done. Um, why they shifted it. I don't know. They, it's kind of strange because I love, I absolutely love that they have the through line of the Jerry pilot kind of throughout the season. It wasn't picked up in every single episode. It wasn't necessarily brought up in every episode and that's fine. But every couple episodes, they kind of brought back, oh, God, they're trying to write something for it, and it just had trouble. But the fact that, like, they brought everything together, this feels like probably the most cohesive season of Seinfeld we're ever going to get. Because yeah, was, we had multiple episodes. Yeah. yeah, I was going to wonder about, like, uh, like you said— I do like the the fact that the pilot is what you know is the cohesion to this entire season. Um, as much as I didn't love that episode, like as a five, I still mm -hmm. love the fact that the entire tried, season yeah. gets there, it, it, and, and they do it. Like I love the fact that they do it. You know, like they stick the landing on the actual pilot itself. Mm -hmm. And and I'm I think you're yeah I'm pretty sure you're right. Like we're not gonna see anything as cohesive as that maybe not until the finale season um but i am curious i'm curious to see what other yep. cohesions that, that they give us but as far as things go 
I loved the, the overall train that we were on this season. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I was shocked by, by the lows that we had truly, truly shocked by some of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, not shocked by some, because we knew going in that the, the trip wasn't our favorite. So like, I was like, okay, it's yeah. interesting to see that sort of like stay the same, but we were shocked on some things uh, on the other side of that coin. I was shocked on how much I liked some episodes that, I kind of didn't remember that we're about a certain thing. You know, I was like, oh, it's that yeah. episode. But overall, just as a season as a whole, I enjoyed the fact that there was one through line going through it. And like you said, I I, I like the fact that we don't get every single episode has something to do with the pilot in it. I like mm-hmm. that it's not every single episode, but it's enough there that you understand that it's a big part of their lives. It's not, it's, 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 it's not going anywhere. Like it, we're living in this, in this moment with them. And it kind of also sort of plants it, you know, in that timeline of their lives, of those characters lives, you know? Um, but I, I love that. I loved, loved, loved how it had that through line. Yeah. Uh, besides that, this season had some absolutely fantastic moments. I want to call it, we got a few episodes with Morty and Helen. Love Morty and Helen. We got the first episode seeing Estelle in the, the contest. That is fucking amazing. We got the first episode seeing Frank. Mm-hmm. God damn it. That makes me happy. Yeah. Like th- those two characters, knowing what they're going to become, just seeing them for the first time again this season, it made me giddy. Fucking giddy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally with you, dude. I love, love those characters, dude. I love seeing them. Um, and, and, you know, for the most part, they had stuff to do. I felt like everyone kind of like, unlike earlier seasons, I felt like the writers also really sort of knew the characters at this point. Now here and there, uh, especially in the finale kind of had a problem with like giving Kramer something to do or whatever, but Mm -hmm. he didn't always, I I take it back. Like I, at the finale, he kind of had some wonky quote unquote Kramer moments that we didn't think sort of jived with his character. But as a whole, as a whole, I the all these characters are solidified now, and and as a whole, I felt like as a season, they all had stuff to do that was fun. At this point, you're not like there is no weak link on the show. There, there's no weak character on the show, and now we have freaking like Newman and whatnot. Like, inserted, they're they're starting to grow. Okay. The 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 side characters now are starting to be expanded upon. And I have to call out, people know. I love my Newman. You do, buddy. I love my Newman. In case y'all forgot, I graduated the same year at the University of Georgia that (laughs) Newman graduated, that Wayne Knight graduated, motherfuckers. (laughs) In case y'all forgot, I went to college where Elaine Bennis grew up in Towson, Maryland. (laughs) No one cares. (laughs) But some of those great Newman moments, we got the first hello, Newman, this season. We got the courtroom scene with Newman. We got that quick time he was just brought in to look at Elaine's nipple and walk away. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> fucking we got, nailed it. Nailed, nailed it. it. Like, like 30 seconds on screen. <laughs> fucking nailed, nailed it. it. We got the record shop hijinks that he was doing <laughs> with Kramer. That was awesome. Like the Newman moments were really kind of classic Newman moments here. Yeah. Yeah, they really were. And... You know, moving forward, I think uh, Newman, I guess, is kind of going to be 
the template for side characters, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like moving, like the best way to do side characters now moving forward is like the Newman way. And boy, yeah. oh boy, do I just, <laughs> I love seeing Wayne Knight. I love just, I love everything that they do with Newman this season. Nothing yeah. felt wasted with that character at all. Agreed. Every, the every second he was on screen, he improved the episode he was on. Yes. 100%. And, and, you know, it's funny because, you know, you see on screen that, that Jerry, you know, Newman, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But behind the scenes, Newman's character was supposed to be like a little one-off, one-and-done thing. But um, I get the idea that he gelled so well with everybody and it was such a fun experience that they just kind of kept bringing him back and bringing him back and it kept working and working. And God, I love it. I love having Newman now like in our Seinfeld lives so mm-hmm. like solidified. You know, we, we knew that he was in it since the early on, but he was kind of like off screen and stuff. You know, like the, we only heard the name and everything. But now we have Newman and moving forward we have newman in, in seinfeld going forward yep. yep i would say this is the season that really brings newman to life yeah yeah yep. and i never you know up until doing this i never really you know knew that i always thought newman was like kind of like already already created like he was a part mm-hmm. of it already you know you watch it in syndication you know but but actually doing it now and you see like his his creation how he kind of gets bigger and bigger and i don't mean physically i mean the character <laughs> the role i love you wayne knight and i'm glad you're smaller now because i love you yes. and i want you to be around forever but like you 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 i like seeing this i like now having this you know a part of my of my lexicon with this and i can kind of move forward with it i love it i i think they did a spectacular job in like introducing Newman and bringing him into the world. It should be an example for every fucking sitcom on how to do it right. Like how to do a side character correctly is Newman. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, some of the other side characters that we had, we got a good bit of Susan Mm -hmm. this season. You know, we met her, um, you know, she had her eh, weird relationship with George. And then we see her to transitioning to liking women. And then we're, I, we know where that's going to end up. Uh, she's going to end up going back with George. And I'm kind of curious to see how that happens and where she's, that goes. We know she's going to end up going to the grave. Yeah. <laughs> I really Very thought true. you were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> true. You're like, but, we, we know where she's going straight to hell. <laughs> yeah. We get, but we get some like classic side characters and some classic moments. We get like, the Bubble Boy, which is funny because we were so excited to watch that Bubble Boy episode. And then we watch it and we're just like, what the fuck is this? This was yeah. not that good. Um, you know, That was we, one of the dips in our in our roller yeah. coaster experience. That was that was one of the ones that I was not expecting. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of uh, wondering if, if that's how people people felt, too, because um, I do have our top five most downloaded episodes Ooh. from this season. And number three is the bubble boy. So people wow. were looking forward to that one. It seems it is a big part of the Seinfeld lore. Moops, the bubble boy. That is a big fucking part of Seinfeld. Like people know that episode and not saying that they remember that that episode is all that good or not, but that scene and those aspects of George and the bubble boy, they know it. And so they were excited for it. So that was our third top downloaded. That's crazy. 
and and you know, I mean, having Brian Doyle Murray in there. Oh is, God, he's awesome. Yeah, and you you just he he stands out so much that I think that you remember him so fondly, and he's great in it. But he wasn't in it like that much, you know. Mm-hmm. And and but but he, I do think that he was such a memorable part of that episode. But yeah, number three, dude. That was yep. number three. While we're while we're on it, I'll just give you our sure. top five, just so we can know what's what's going on yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, please. Uh, number five was the airport, which was uh was actually a, a, I think we both really enjoyed that one, but yeah. it wasn't like I think it was more like middle of the road, but I think middle we really road. enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, number four was the pitch slash ticket, which honestly might be on my top uh top list we'll, oh, get to, okay. we'll, we'll get to that uh number three was the bubble boy number two was the contest and number one was the trip part one what I, I am shocked that the contest is not our most downloaded because that is by far the in in all of seinfeld lore people think the contest is the greatest episode now granted I gave the contest a five. You gave the contest, I think, maybe a four or 4.5. I can't remember yeah. what. And it's just like, okay, well, I guess, you know what? The trip part one is the first of season four, so maybe people were just wanted to listen to yeah. us starting off. The problem is, oh, God, that fucking episode, my man. <laughs> Oof. Man, oh, man, boy, was that episode bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I I, I want to give some of the good parts to this season. We had Mulva. We mm-hmm. had the Junior Mint. Mm-hmm. We had that goddamn cleavage sneak peek, my man. Yeah. We had the return of Babu Bot. We had the Nip. We had the Nip. We had the, the Calvin Klein storyline. There were some classic moments this season. Yeah, yeah. And and if you want to, like, say overall, I'm, I don't have a rating for it overall, but I would say that there is there is more good, there is more memorable in this season than there is bad. I think I was yep. just a little bit shocked by how low Seinfeld could go. That kind of mm-hmm. shocked me a little bit. But overall, like, I, I agree. I don't want to harp on, on what we don't like. I want to really just exemplify what we do like. And I think as a whole, they gave us a lot more to enjoy than than not enjoy. And maybe, you know, the, the stuff that we didn't like, like the trip and stuff, you can at least say that they tried to do something different, right? At, at the mm. very least, they said, you know what? We're going to at least try to mix up the formula. Maybe they realized that they didn't they didn't like it or it didn't work either. That's why they never went back to L.A., you know? Mm. So it's 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 they tried, right? But for the most part, <laughs> I think they did so much right in this season. Yeah. It's funny. You said you don't have a number for this season, but I do. Mm. Uh, so I did my average for my season two, I didn't count season one because it was four episodes. There's not point of really talking about or whatever six episodes, whatever the hell it was. I can't even remember. Um, I the average for season two was a two point eight over all the episodes in season two. The average of my score, not yours, because I don't give a crap what you say. Um, <laughs> the average of my score for season three was a three, so that's a strong like middle of the road score. My average score. For season four, was a 3.14. Oh, okay. That's not that much higher. It was higher, um, but with the entire roller coaster that we had, the thing is, we had my absolute favorite episode. I gave my highest score this season with the contest with a five. I gave by far my lowest score 
which we'll talk about <laughs> in a bit with uh, the trips. Um, and so we had our highs and our lows, and it ended up averaging into a spot that was like, okay, the growth from season two to three wasn't as strong as the growth from season three to four. Right. You know, because I, I, I gave it a bigger jump. Now, it was a good season, but it just wasn't as strong. And if I would have disliked the finale as not disliked, but if I wouldn't have been as high on the finale as you would have been, it would actually have been even closer. Um, but you know, this is a strong season. It's just, it's not a perfect season. And the people who might think that this is the kind of season that you can just go through and be like, Oh, this is awesome. There's some skip, not skippable, because there's not a single <laughs> skippable episode. Uh, I think I, I would skip the trip. Uh, there, yeah, fair it, enough. A hundred percent. There's it has no bearing on anything in the finale. It has no bearing yeah. on the rest of the season. I think so, yeah. uh, the one Seinfeld you could ever skip is the trip parts one and two. So start with the pitch, and yep. that actually yep. that works better because you're getting the pitch and ending with the pilot. Yep. You are bookending with the like. A really good storyline. Uh, 100% agree with you. That's actually uh, sage advice, my friend. Start with yep. the pitch, end with, you know, you end with the, the pilot. It's perfect. It's perfect. And if you think about it, think about how much higher your score would have been if they removed the trips part one and two from it. So if that would have, if I would have just removed the first two episodes, it would have gone from a 3.14 to a 3.325, which is a good jump. Yeah, as averages. far as like, yeah, averages go, that's actually a really significant jump. So, yeah, guys and gals, just don't even watch the trip. You'll have a <laughs> yeah. much better experience with this season of Seinfeld. <laughs> they never happened. No, no, no. My ear, my fingers are going my ear. No, no, no. The trip never happened. The trip never happened. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Well, like, let's uh, then let's talk about what our what our our best and our worst were. Yeah. Do you, you want to just give us your you want to give us your three worst or your three sure. least favorites of the season? It's not going to be a shock. All right. Um, we've actually talked about all three of them. Um, my third least favorite, as in, you know, I liked it. Yeah. Best of yeah, these three. I know. I know. <laughs> my, mine's the same, too. Number one yeah. is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm my sure number, it's the same. <laughs> my number three is the Bubble Boy. Okay. For me, because I had actually a, I had four different episodes that I ranked it a two, a two out of five. And the Bubble Boy was one of those. And so I kind of thought back on all of those and why I ranked the Bubble Boy as you know, my number three over some of those other ones was because of the disappointment I had rewatching it. This is the fucking bubble boy. Like this is a classic Seinfeld moment. And I thought it was going to be so good. I remember talking about before like, okay, you know what? This, this season is going to get better. We've got bubble boy coming up and it's like, fuck, I watched it and I was just so disappointed. The episode was so goddamn flat that it just, it deserves, you know, a call out as how disappointing I was. I, disappointing it was. Yeah. Uh, mine was the same one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for the same reasons or? Pretty much for yeah. the same fucking reasons, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. All right. All right. Number, well, I'll go with number two. Yeah. My, my, my second least favorite, whatever you want to say, is The Watch. 
Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I gave that a 2.5. Um, you know, I, I honestly gave The Trip Part 2 a 2 as well. Um, but okay. uh, The Watch, I gave a 2.5. And it's just like, man, I just thought that was disappointing, especially since I was excited to see the Seinfelds again. I'm always yeah. excited to see the Seinfelds, to, to see them in such a, a flat episode. Uh, yeah. You know, and even with the whole, like, it all coming back around to the finale with the wallet, that doesn't save that no. episode at all. Because when you're no. watching it in syndication, then there's no payoff whatsoever to it. But, uh, yeah, The Watch was, was number two for me. And The Watch was one of my other no, – I ranked it number two or at a two out of five as well. So it was in that conversation of lower ones. But I, I counted The Trip Part 2 as my second lowest one. I didn't like it. It's – not the worst, <laughs> and I think we're going to have the same worst. Um, but the only thing that saved tri- the trip part two to me is Clint Howard, man. Yeah, I yeah. fucking love Clint Howard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I know, I know. It's same. automatically made just a little bit better because I got to see Clint Howard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. So. Uh, well, number one, I'm going to guess the trip part one for both of us, right? Oh, by far, yeah. easily. We both gave it the same score. We both gave it a big fat one. Yeah. My God, you you want you want to be number one in sports? You do not want to be <laughs> <laughs> number one in the ratings on not this. in Cartwright. No, not, not in Cartwright. Cartwright. Not in Cartwright. <laughs> and yeah, dude, that was uh, what more do we have to say about it? It just that thing yeah. was a real stinker, man. Real stinker. There was no Elaine, and granted, there was no Elaine in the trip part two either. But no Elaine. Kramer was just off. He didn't feel like Kramer. It just it is so different than what how I want my Kramer. The detective, oh, I've mentioned this before, but he's probably my single least favorite character in all of Seinfeld. Yes, I hate him more than Kathy, Kathy Griffin's character. Yes, I hate him more than that fucking farful dog bark. I hate that goddamn detective. I remember, dude. I You hated his fucking pinhead. <laughs> He's awful. He He's fucking awful. He is. He is. He really is. Well, let's uh, let's end this wrap up on a positive note, buddy. What uh, what was your your number three favorite? My number three favorite is one that you mentioned is might be in your top three. I don't know where it's gonna land. Probably higher than me because you didn't like the season finale as much as I did. <laughs> but my number three. It was a great episode, and it was the third episode, and the episode that everyone should start with. It was the pitch, the pi- the pitch slash ticket. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, that was that was that's my number three also. Yep, I'm, okay. I'm with you on that one, dude. Newman, dude, dude, dude. All right, and that's all right. So, I had multiple episodes, a couple episodes that scored a four point five, and, um, I. I gave a little edge to the season finale, as you'll hear in a second. But for me, the pitch, why it got the extra edge as a 4.5 over some of the other ones, including, um, uh, I can't remember which other ones, but it doesn't matter. It's because of Newman, man. Mm-hmm. You man. get <laughs> you, <laughs> Newman, man. You get that courtroom scene. You get the salsa, salsa, yeah. salsa, salsa, salsa. This is, it's fucking amazing newman the sweatiness of him in the courtroom is so amazing 
<laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. It's so good. It's so good. Dude, I mean, I don't lie. I love it for the same reasons you do, dude. I love fucking Newman. I love love everything about it. It's it's shenanigans. Yeah. It's hijinks. It's 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 what you want from Seinfeld right there. Yeah. And it's and it's crazy that it was like in the it was the third episode. So we like had this like crazy low, and then all of a sudden I was like, holy fuck, four point five. <laughs> like just right, just it just went wow, just shot yeah. up, just shoot to the, to the, you know. It was great. I love that one, dude. The pitch slash the ticket was fan-fucking-tastic. It was. All right. Our number two episodes, what is your second favorite episode of the season? My second favorite episode is something that uh, <laughs> that I do in the car all the time, and that's the pick. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't, though? I mean, doesn't. everybody does. <laughs> Oh man, dude, I I love that episode. Um, it was one of those, and it was kind. Of, I think it was it was a little bit of a shocker. Like I didn't realize yeah. that there was going to be so much in that episode that I loved that I just was like, oh my god. And and you know, I kind of was like almost going to put the contest there instead of it. But I think for the sheer shock of 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 how much. I, was in that that I personally like. I was like, oh yeah. wow, okay, that's cool. And you know, it's funny how this entire season and all the seasons, it's it's to me, it's interesting to see what you hone into versus mm-hmm. what I hone into. And uh, you know, and I think like if we were watching it together, like if we were the same age, hanging out in like middle school or something, talking about it, it would have been fun to have these conversations back and forth. Mm-hmm. And you would have said something. I'm like, ah, yeah, I love that too. But I like the fact that we like different things, you know. Yeah. And uh, and but but the pick, I know we. Both liked the pick though. Yeah, I uh, gave the pick a four out of five, yeah. and I think you gave it like a four point five or even a five. Like was, you, it, you, it was a five because the yeah. the 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 stand like I think the second stand up I really really enjoyed, and mm-hmm. for me too, a lot of it I really want to like the stand up, like to 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 boost an entire episode. I really also have to like the stand ups <laughs> too, and they, and they were good Which in that one. Is yeah, that is part of your thing. I give very little shits about the right. stand up, and I don't. I, w- once they get rid of it, I'm honestly yeah. fine with it i don't care about it but i know that's part of like your thing yeah and and again i love the fact that we both have our things that we that we sort of hone in on and everything what uh what was your number two buddy uh my number two we had talked about it last week you weren't as high on it as i was but the absolute just great culmination in my opinion of a season's worth of jokes i really enjoyed and i had a good time i had a straight up good time watching the pilot so that was my number two. Nice, nice, dude. I mean, I know I wasn't as hot on it as you, but it, it's by no means bad. It's a, it's a fun, fun fucking episode and a great culmination of of a season. You know, like, like I said before, I love the fact that they just went there. They just they pulled mm-hmm. it off at the end. They they actually showed us a scene. They built a set. Like yeah. that's how committed they were to that. This whole plot line is they yeah. actually built a goddamn set. You know. That's a huge part to me is because we spent so t- so much time invested in George and Jerry writing this goddamn thing, and yet we really saw nothing of it until the end of the season. And then they let us sit for an entire scene on the Jerry pilot. That was like, oh, I just I feel like a little breath of fresh air that is just like, Okay, I see what they've been working on, and I and I feel like they were giving this little gift to me, and I, and that's probably part of why I, I ranked it so high. And can I say something that I, I I regret not adding to that episode last week? 
I actually liked that scene that they gave us. Like, mm-hmm. like, and that stand up that they gave us, like at the end of it on the TV. Not, not, not the stand up for Be- the Seinfeld because he's show. My Butler. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the Jeeves one. You know what? That's a great one. That was fine. That was great. I. Yeah. It's like not only. Did they give us the episode, or they give us the scene? Um, it was actually f- fucking good. I was like, oh, yeah, it was. like, like, why would you cancel that? It's it's the show that we're watching. You know, it's literally Jerry. It, it was it was weird that uh, it was literally Seinfeld. It's weird that that it's like a different like set, you know. But it's still like freaking Seinfeld. It's almost like a it's almost like a, a glimpse into a bizarro universe where <laughs> where like Jeremy Piven actually does is does play George, you know. Yeah, it, it, that was cool, man. No matter what, it, even though I gave it a three. No matter what, it was so fucking cool to see that. Seriously. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Before we dive into our number one, which may or may not be the same, I just want to call out, I had an honorable mention because I actually had a little bit of a struggle if I wanted to pick this episode over the pitch, but Newman Newman won out like he does in my heart. <laughs> Newman won out. But for me, an honorable mention is the outing. I yeah. adored the outing. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, that was high for me too, dude. I yeah. I love that episode. I think they handled that so well. Um, I think they, they handled it funny and gracefully. That's not mm-hmm. an easy thing to do. Like like, like Jackie Onassis Grace. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Especially for a show that is supposed to be about, like, that is centered around a man-child. You know, it, it, <laughs> yeah. it, you wouldn't think that that kind of a show would handle a topic like that well. And we, again, as two straight males, we're only saying that because we know it was nominated and I believe it won a GLAAD award. So, yeah. so at least that's that's proof of what we're saying. But I love that episode too, dude. It was such a good episode, and it was a well written episode. The mm-hmm. whole thing with the the two way calling, the way you know they were going mm-hmm. back and forth, it was just boom, 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 bop, bop, bop. I loved it. That yeah. was such good writing. We were both very high on the outing, and yeah. I think deservedly so. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it's a good honorable mention from from both ends. Cool. All right. So our number one. All right. Well, mine. Well, I don't know. What is your number one? Oh, it's it's uh, they're tasty and refreshing. My number one is Junior Mints, baby. <laughs> oh, okay, we have different number ones, my man. Uh, well, just why don't you throw out what yours is right now so we can just know? No. Okay. Well, fine. My number one was the contest. Yeah. Now this is an episode that a lot of people think is the best episode of Seinfeld, and it was the only episode of Seinfeld so far. Oh wait, no, no, no. I think I gave. Did I give? Uh, did I give a five to? Oh fuck! Hold on. Let me let me find something. I don't know quick. what the fuck you gave because I didn't pay attention. Hold on. I have to go back to season three. My season three notes real quick. Hey everybody, Corey here. I just wanted to let you know that we'll be right back after these short messages. Hey everybody, welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and with me today in studio is co-host Dean. Oh, hey, Dean. hey, Tim. Dean? Huh? Uh, this isn't a full episode. This is actually just an ad. All we have to do is tell everyone that our podcasts come out on Mondays, and they can find us on their favorite podcatcher. If they're into movies, comics, or video games, they should definitely check us out. Oh, well then... Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Talking back. 
Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get. Hello everybody, I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. And now, back to the show. So I had never given a five to any episode yet. The closest I've had, I had a couple 4.5s, including Cartwright, what this whole goddamn podcast is named <laughs> after, because I love that episode so much. But I gave a little bit of room for, you know, for growth. And for me, the contest was the growth. Yeah. I really adored that episode. Um, It's... Everything is so well set up. The writing is so, so well done. Now, I wouldn't say the writing is as well done as, uh, I think, The Pick. The Pick had maybe the best writing in the entire season. Yeah. Because every, every little, like, nuanced thing wrapped up in The Pick. Yeah. And no, that, dude, that the, shocked the, me. The Pick, I gave The Pick a five. And that was because... Everyone had something to do. Every storyline wrapped up. You know, like everything was important. Everything was just on point. And yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. yeah. So so there's the writing of the pick is fantastic. But for me, I'm also a man child, and masturbation is hilarious. And besides that, it's just like, damn, that was a funny fucking episode. Kramer's I'm out is classic maybe the best kramer delivery in the entire show maybe we'll see we've got five more seasons to go but i thought the contest it fits it just it just it worked for me and i honestly so far re-watching these episodes it's my favorite and i'm really excited to see will something be better than that you know, or at least equal that to me. I don't know. Fuck, we got five more seasons to go, my man. I remember but, yeah. when you gave that a five, I was shocked only because you were so adamant in an earlier episode that no, mm-hmm. nothing was going to get a five because nothing could be perfect. And then you dropped that. I mean, I think that was justified. I think the the, yeah. the contest is justified to have a five. Um, I love that episode. I'm, I'm glad you did too. I think that episode is height of Seinfeld, height of TV. It was so fantastically written. But my number one, and it's it's more of a personal thing, 
yeah. is the Junior Mint, and that's because I love the Mulva stuff. I, it's <laughs> dude, like you it, love the Mulva. I love Mulva. I love Dolores. It's it's such a part of my day to day like conversations, much to my wife's chagrin. You know, so it's just that was like yes, I gave the Junior Mint a five. But... Which, by the way, his wife's name is Dolores. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's his wife's name is not Dolores, but I wish. God, I wish it was. I, w- I mean, I do too. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> she probably wouldn't date me because I would have just uh, yelled that all yeah. the time. But, like, I personally like that episode. Like, I mean, I personally like the contest, right? I love the contest. But, like, the Junior Mint, for me, just holds mm. so much strong nostalgia. So it's such a part of my soul. Then on top of it, it's, it's you know, it's the guy from Day of the Dead, Bub the Zombie from Day of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, you the, care about that shit way more than I, I, I know. do. And that's the thing. And like, I and I honestly, I like the Jerry's yo-yo thing in that one, which was which is weird. Uh, yeah. you the know, the Poconos then, joke was awesome between him and Elaine back and forth. That was really good. That, I mean, dude, there was so much to love in that episode. And then this time was the first time I ever knew noticed the triangles were actually in his his uh his you know not i want to say office uh in his room you know yeah, i, I yeah. never noticed that before so that was a nice little layer so i had to give the edge out to the junior mint it's just i, I was i always liked that episode and then actually seeing it and being like surprised by how much i like it when i pay attention to it it just eked it out you know for yep. the for the for the win Absolutely. ftw so for the win. All right. Yeah, we had some. It's funny. This season, as fantastic as it was, I'm legitimately so curious if I think any episode is going to be as good as the contest for me or as bad as the trip part one for <laughs> me. Like, will anything reach the goddamn peak and lows of season four? I, I don't know, man. I have a feeling this might be. Maybe the peak and the, the 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 best and worst of Seinfeld altogether. I I think that I kind of feel like I won't have another low as like a one because I can't even remember one. And and I only say yeah. that I only use it, use it as an example because you and I both knew the trip was going to be bad. We just didn't expect it to be that bad. I don't think, but we knew it was going to be be bad. And I can't in my head think of another one that's going to be that way. But uh, I, I'm curious, the same thing, man. I'm curious to see, I think I'll give another five down the road, um, but I'm, I'm curious to see what that one's going to be. Um, but I'm also curious to see what, what the next low ones are going to be. And I, I do hope that they move up in points. I do hope that like my lowest one's going to be a 2.5. I really can't yeah. think of anything as bad as the trip dude. but there could uh, be, there could be some shit in like, in, in, you know, uh season I, seven or, I remember, or six that sucks, you know? Yeah. I remember hating Puerto Rican Day, um, and, and I'm curious to see if it's going to be as bad as I remember. And, Hopefully not. And, well, the thing about Puerto Rican Day, I believe that one got pulled from syndication, too, because it was kind of racist. So, like, I don't mm. even remember seeing it that much. But, yeah, I don't remember loving that one either, to be yeah, honest with we'll you. Yeah, we'll see. But, yeah. like, yeah. I, you know what my fear is? My absolute fear coming up through five more seasons of Seinfeld, then we're going to have nothing but like threes. And it's just going to be like, it's going to plateau and it's just going to be like, well, that was pretty good. And, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I hope, I hope that's not the case. A, an, another solid episode of Seinfeld, you know, I mean, <laughs> and then we're going to be, we're going to be so goddamn boring. No one's going to want to listen to us anymore. <laughs> I, I know. I know what you mean, dude. I, I, I do fear that as well, but I, 
I think we're going to be in for some some surprises and some shocks, to be yep. truthful with you, um, because I do feel that watching it in order and discussing it has really changed my overall perspective of Seinfeld yeah. and I've said it every season wrap up but I'll keep saying it and it, it'll just it'll keep kind of getting solidified more and more it's just this is amazing just watching it in order this is amazing and I think that you know we're going to find some shit to, to harp on, but we're also going to find some shit that's probably going to blow our minds that we forgot was as good as it was. And I think we're going to, it's going to be like an, an, like a surprise season, you know, like one of the ones where Larry yeah. David didn't work on it. And we're like, oh shit, I can't believe that. But that's just yeah. me kind of like hoping, you know, wishfully hoping about the future. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, if there's anything you're like consistent on, it's, um, you know, that kind of uh, wishful thinking. And then also the fact that, this is the season yeah. that Seinfeld gets started. This is it, guys. This is it, guys. This is it. We're doing it. Bullshit. God damn it. Oh man, why do you why do you put up with me, buddy? <laughs> I don't know because we. You know what? Because we make good content, in my opinion. <laughs> I enjoy listening to our stuff. So, hey, okay. hey, man. As the guy who edits the episodes, you can ask my wife. I fucking will laugh like while I'm listening. So you know, you always gotta. Uh, hey, here's a pro tip 101 for anyone who wants to be a podcaster out there. Just make content that you would listen to that's it because mm-hmm. if you like it that means x amount of other people will like it too so i think the problem is i just really like hearing myself talk like i'm a very uh egocentric person i'm like oh i'm talking i must be important <laughs> that, that is true that is true but you know yeah. one place that i love hearing you talk to your brother on is the blast from our past podcast and I'm easily the most important voice on the Blast from Our Past <laughs> podcast. I'm amazing on that show. My brother's okay, but I'm awesome. So make sure if you like me, which I know you do because I'm awesome, uh, check out the Blast from Our Past podcast. Check out Throwback Trivia Takedown that I also do with my brother. And it's a uh, nostalgic podcast where we talk about 70s, 80s, and 90s pop culture, but in a trivia format, which we're both trivia nerds, so it's kind of fun. Um, yeah, so those are all the podcasts I have on the Beepop Network. <laughs> and, if and, you mentioned, and I know you're making a joke, but I do want to put out there that I love your all's album reviews. And hmm. John, your brother, is my own like one of my only uh, musical teachers that I've ever had in my yeah. life because I'm a I'm a visual artist of 100% growing up. I'm fully visual, so anything that I remotely know about music or like, you know, just anything behind like how music is created. I have learned from John Spee's your brother on your all's album reviews. And I fucking love those album reviews, bro. I save them for like when I can like actually pay attention. You know what I mean? Like, like you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not background music, dude. It's like, I want to fucking pay attention to this. It's funny. I love to hear myself talk. And so I try to be entertaining John legitimately knows his shit about music. And so on those album reviews, he shines. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, I, I thought that was a good song. It sounded good. And, and you're, you're kind of there for yucks. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, Adam, shut up. Let John talk. No, I'm just kidding. I love it. But, but, that's, but that's about right. Yeah, I'm there for yucks. I'm there for like, here's my two cents. And John's like, yeah, so this was in like a uh, fucking, you know, uh, Two, you know, two by four uh, iambic pentameter or whatever the fuck his yeah, music goddamn yeah. thing is. And I'm just like, the song was fun. Yeah. It, I liked it a lot. <laughs> and and I just want to throw out there, uh, I, while I obviously love Tool, uh, I really love the Paul Simon album review that you guys did. That was so freaking awesome. 
That's really nice of you. You know what I love? I love podcasting after dark. I love Hardware's episode. You guys, <laughs> it's a fucking show. I, it's a movie I've never fucking heard of, and you guys made that entertaining. I love um, y'all's talk about mall rats that has taken forever. It's a huge goddamn episode, but I love mall rats, and then the passion that you guys bring to it is amazing. So, like, Podcasting in the dark. I don't even know what the hell to do with it. You guys are so amazing podcasters. You and Zach, man. Oh, thanks, man. I I appreciate that. I, I really do. Honestly, I do. And and I do know that you're a fan. And I really really appreciate your respect. Like that's all. I really appreciate your opinion, and I respect it. So thank you for that. Uh, as 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 a peer and someone that I respect as a podcaster. Uh, but yeah, Zach, uh, our friend Zach, uh, part of part of uh, our friend group uh, and everything, and uh, oh, we- pa- also part of the Bop <laughs> Network, the Bop friend group, and also the uh, sexiest guy in our podcast network <laughs> by far. By People, far. just seriously, just check him out. He's better looking than all of us. <laughs> Combined. Combined. I love that that that's what his, like, persona is now kind of getting built up towards. But, I mean, it's it's well-deserved. Trust me. Yes. Um, But, uh, yeah, we we do uh, Podcast After Dark. We always joke is the dark shadow of the the blast from our past. And uh, we talk about cult movies from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. You know, all kinds of weird shit, like Night of the Comet, uh, The Stuff, The Keep. Michael Mann's The Keep, which is actually a a very hard movie to see. So, if you if you want to hear us break it down because you actually can't find that movie pretty much anywhere so uh we tackle all kinds of shit but mostly it's it's just it's cult movies is really what it boils down to so mm-hmm. if you like that kind of stuff and if you like pod uh if you like blast from our past you'll you'll definitely like uh podcast after dark Dude. they they kind of like they're it's it's uh what is it uh chocolate and peanut butter they go well together yeah you know? they yeah. really do but like it's crazy you guys have named some movies that I have had, n- I've never even heard of, but the passion that you guys have for these ridiculous films, I'm like, holy shit, I wish I had like half of the pa- that passion for my wife that you have. For- <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you, honey. You're amazing. We're, we're together forever, but <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I appreciate that, buddy. I really, really do. And honestly, like, Every podcast on our network, the reason that they're on our network and the reason that we love them is that is because they are so passionate. I really want to I want to call out um, Talking Back, uh, yep. Talking Back podcast. Oh my God, with God, uh, that's so much fun. Tim and Dean, it's so much fun. And if you guys have not checked them out, please check out their either their Predator Two episode oh, or yeah. their All Star Superman episode. Those are my two favorite episodes. But the fact that they, I, I, I want to I want to call out. Sorry, I want to call out their Clone Wars episode yes. because they're. Clone the passion that Tim has for Clone Wars legitimately made me go back and I am re-watching Star Wars, the entire canon, in fucking like uh in in series, in the canon order, because how passionate Tim was for just talking about Star Wars. And I was like, God damn, I've gotta do this. Yeah. I, I know, dude. I'm I'm with you, man. They are awesome. They're so much fun. I, I love the Clone Wars, by the way. That's fucking love that show, by the way. Well, well no, no. Well, he their their episode was about Clone Wars, not the Clone Wars. Oh, right. Wars. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. But still, sorry, yeah. nerd. I just had to nerd. I had to nerdify <laughs> yeah, I you right there. But still, like, I, yeah. yeah. 
they they dived into the um, Gendy Tartakovsky uh, Clone Wars, yes. which uh, I have on DVD, by the way. Those are, and you can't find now because they're non-canonical, but they are so good. The animation's amazing. <laughs> Such by a the, fun word to say, non-canonical. Non-canonical. <laughs> no. non-canonical. And, and by the way, if you have HBO uh, Max, whatever the fuck it's called now, but if you have yeah. the HBO app, check out that Primal cartoon. It's by Gendy uh, Tartakovsky. Oh. It's, yeah, it's really good. Um, but will. anyways... Uh, Tim and Dean talking back, fantastic. Uh, Emily over at Why This Film, fantastic. Um, Tess over at Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast, fantastic. Eh. Check them all out. Oh, I thought you were going to say, eh, she's okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's awesome. We love Tess. She's awesome. We love them. Uh, Throwback Trivia Takedown, check that out. I'm I'm, I'm not a big trivia fan, but I love that show, man, because I love you guys, and it's a lot of fun, and it's it's awesome. If you love trivia, check that shit out. we're having fun, guys. That's it. BFOPnetwork.com. BFOPnetwork.com, also known as... BFOP. <laughs> so thank you guys for all the love and support. And as a little bit of a housekeeping reminder, this is our wrap-up of Season 4. So that means that we're going to take a, just one week off just to recover, have a little bit of a chill time. and then Uno Wico. Bada bing, bada boom. We are jumping into season five. But once we do, once we jump into season five, that means season three is going to go behind the uh, Patreon paywall. That's where our full back catalog of episodes lives. And uh, you might be wondering how much is our, our access to our entire back catalog of episodes ad free, fully ad free. How much is it? I mean, Adam, that's got to be like what, like 50, 100 bucks. How much is that? 100 pennies. <laughs> One, 100 pennies, people. 100 pennies equals $1. That is not much money. Well, $1 per month. Yes. That's a real, still not much money. It's $12 an entire year. Yep. Really. <laughs> I mean, but support support some of your podcasts that you appreciate. Yeah. Support some of the podcasts that do, you know, we're doing this stuff out of really our passion, but like, you know, we're doing this out of our own pocket. We're losing money doing this podcast, so give us just a little bit to help at least keep the lights on, to keep at least the uh, the the web fees, because god damn it, just just putting websites up and this kind of stuff adds up. Yeah, it really costs some money. Everything that you do online costs something. So yeah. honestly, uh, we're really just looking to cover like web co- web you know uh, server fees and shit like that. So fuck you, I'm, I'm go- I, I want to go goddamn uh, <laughs> you know like full blown. If you I could go uh, become a full blown podcaster, that's all I want to do in life. I mean, that, I I agree with you, buddy. I, we, we do want some of that last podcast on the left money. So uh, <laughs> tiny bit. Goddamn, stop paying last podcast. Stop paying. Yeah. Um, they got enough. You know Come the murder girls. <laughs> Yeah, we deserve some money, damn it. <laughs> but we love you guys. Thank you all for your support. Thank you for everyone who does, uh, uh, you know, who is on our Patreon. Thank you to everyone who shares the show what? with their friends. Thank you to everyone who listens. We have an insane amount of subscribers. We love you guys. Thank you all. Thank you for the reviews. Everything. We appreciate it. We love you guys. And uh, yeah, we're uh, season four. Season four, buddy. Season fucking four. In the can, my man. In the can. Beef up. <laughs>Have you been wondering where's the beef? Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades. 
with categories ranging from movies, TV and music, to slang, food, and fashion, you're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a surge, and walk like an Egyptian to your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it.